Welcome back to Topless Government. Okay, let's just get into it. I'm Crystal Ellerby, the host of Topless Government, the podcast that blows the top off how your government works, my citizen legislators. Let's get into this. So we all know it's March, right? My citizen legislators, I'm not talking about the end up of the NCAA men's and women's basketball tournament. I'm talking about the March Madness for those who work in politics and who are have been filling out and submitting fiscal year 2024 appropriation requests, community project funding requests, and congressionally directed spending requests. Yeah, I've been filling this out since February and it has not stopped. I'm just going to break it down to y'all. My citizen legislature, I'm just going to break this down because I want to talk about what the House Republicans changes they made for the fiscal year 2024 appropriations process. I can't even make this up. So y'all know under the constitution, the house has the prerogative and privilege of the power of the purse to start everything when it comes to appropriations and taxes. Okay. So this year for fiscal year 2024, According to the House Appropriations Committee um, fiscal year 2024 guidance, members of the House can submit programmatic language and project requests as follows. Programmatic requests. Members may request specific funding levels for agencies and programs funded in the 12 appropriation bills. Language requests. Members may request bill language or report language directing or encouraging specific actions by federal agencies. And finally, and this is what I've been working on, well, I've been working on all three of these. Community project funding requests. Members may request funding for specific projects in their communities so long as the projects have a federal nexus and meet other requirements established by federal law. House rules and the committee to ensure only high quality projects are requested and funded. Now, there's guidance for community project funding and then the community project funding accounts list. And then there's a template for the member to financially disclose. It's a financial disclosure certification and a federal nexus statement that they have to submit. So there are Republicans have put a cap on overall funding. By this, I mean the total amount for uh, community project funding in the House appropriation bills will not exceed one half of 1% of discretionary spending. Now, the Senate is still doing 1% of discretionary um, spending. Okay, the House, cap on House members' requests. House members may submit a maximum of 15 requests across bills. Mind you, 15 requests are across 12 bills, 12. And also not all those bills are eligible for community project funding requests. Then there's the biggest thing, federal nexus requirement. In order to ensure a federal nexus exists for each funded project, the committee will only fund projects that are tied to a federal authorization law. 
Members must include a written statement describing the federal nexus for each community project funding request. Subcommittee guidance will include example language members can use to make the required statement. Ban on for-profit recipients. Now, this was already in place since um, last um, fiscal year 2021, no, 2022. This was already in place. Project funding may not be directed to for-profit recipients. Members may request funding for state, local, or tribal governmental grantees and certain eligible nonprofits as allowed under federal law and subcommittee guidance. Now, there are other guidance, but I just want to, I'm just highlighting just a few of them, just to give you a sense. Um, but let's talk about House Appropriations Subcommittees not accepting community project funding requests. Defense Subcommittee, Financial Services and General Government Subcommittee, Labor, Health and Human Services Education Subcommittee. Legislative branch subcommittee. There was never any community project funding requests in labor. I mean, in um, in the legislative branch. And finally, state foreign ops and related programs. Those are the subcommittees that are not accepting community project funding requests. Now, labor HHS. <clears throat> that's the one of the biggest bills. That is one of the biggest bills, and so the House is not allowing any community project funding requests. Now, I don't know how this is going on, how this is going to work, because the Senate still allows congressionally directed spending requests in labor HHS. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Same thing with the financial services and general government and state and foreign ops. But anyway, I digress. Um, that was a bit of a surprise for everybody. I mean, you can still submit, you know, report language. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I don't know. Now, also, this is what I've been telling my clients, letters of support. You must provide letters of support from third parties expressing support for the community project funding request. Any, like newspaper articles as well, anything that shows that other entities besides the person, the entity that is submitting the request has skin in the game and support the request. Now, I do go into the fiscal year 2024 House Appropriations Community Project Funding Eligible Accounts. And it just runs, you know, I'm not going to go into all of that, but it's in my show notes and you can see that. And, and it's, it's pretty much um, uh, identical in the Senate as well. But look, I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I don't know how the House and Senate are going to reconcile the fact that they're not allowing earmarks in defense. Um, but as I recall, I think the Senate last year didn't allow that. And I know they're not allowing it. I don't think they're allowing it this year. But it begs the question. I mean, House Republicans, you know, they're all about, oh, you know, we need to reduce the deficit. We need to reduce the deficit. Here's the thing. This money is already budgeted. And all you're doing is just a carve out of what's in the budget. That's it. But let me talk about 
how many forms I've had to fill out. And I got to tell you, each office does not provide the same type of form in the same format, which is a little daunting. I, I, I mean, it just really, really is. You have some that do Google Forms, which I don't mind that. You have some that, you know, you have to go on their website and it's, you know, the drop down. One particular office, when I was submitting um, community project funding last year, yeah, their site crashed and I had to resubmit for my client. Now this year, I ain't gonna lie. It's just even on the Senate side. So some offices have their own forms. Others, you go on the um, the portal, the OA, the Senate OAM portal, but each of them are different. Now, mind you, you got to submit two letters of support. Minimum, two letters. You can submit three um, if you if you upload it on the Senate um, OAM site. But look, I mean, I got to tell you, it's just filling out these forms, explaining the staff. I mean, I've had to resubmit many, many community project funding requests and congressionally directed spending requests because they are being really, really strict this year. They really, really are. And one particular office, they will go nameless. They, um, I had uploaded, you know, two letters of support and it wasn't addressed to the member. And they basically said, you have to resubmit these with our boss addressed directly to our boss. Now, if I don't call that petty, that's petty. But, you know, I, I got the letters, whatever. It is what it is. Um, um, one congressional office, I will tell you, has bent over backwards. and they actually reached out to a State Department of Transportation on behalf of my client. And I really, really appreciate that. I mean, these staffers go out of their way to help out their constituents. And it's greatly, it's really greatly appreciated. Um, you know, like I said, on the, on the House side, members can only submit 15 projects across 12 bills. On the Senate side, it's a bit different. Um, they can submit more. And I mean, sometimes like, you know, I think in FY23 and FY22, you know, I saw, you know, 20 plus requests um, that made it into the last, the final bill. But all I'm going to tell you is this, for those of you that work for a nonprofit, that work for state, local, tribal government, if you want to get a community project funding request or congressionally directed spending request to your senator, deadlines are fast approaching people. Go on their website or better yet, reach out to their district staff, the House district staff offices, or reach out to the state offices in the Senate for these senators. This is an opportunity for you to get one time funding that you have to spend within that year. That's what I'm telling you. But it has to be a federal nexus to an authorized statute, to a law, to a program that's been authorized. So look, March is completely nuts. It's mad because it's appropriation season. 
The president submitted his budget request on March 9th. Um, I, yeah, I, I just, it, it's a lot. I mean, a lot of my friends have been filling out forms. I, heck, I stayed up until one o'clock in the morning. Um, Friday night, I mean, I've worked over the weekend. I mean, it's my job and I'm not complaining about it, but I just want y'all to get a sense and a flavor of what a, a you know a government relations professional does in the private sector or aka a lobbyist marches i mean it's 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 a very very crazy time i mean on top of that you got the national league of cities um city con um, congressional conference and a lot of my municipal clients are coming in it'll be a week after next yeah, they'll be in town. And I mean, I got three clients coming into town week after next. So, you know, this is a busy time and, but it's an opportunity for them to meet with their members of Congress and to advocate on behalf of those projects that they submitted for community project funding and congressionally directed spending. I do not know what is going to happen with FY24 appropriations. I really, really don't. We got the debt ceiling, which, you know, extraordinary measures from the Secretary of the, um, of the Treasury. And, you know, we got all this other stuff. Silicon Valley um, Bank. I actually got a good explanation of why that failed, that bank failed. And I wish I'd have saved it on TikTok because this... Um, it's a gentleman that works for a bank and he explained it in layman's terms, but there's so much stuff that's going on. I mean, it's not even funny. I mean, so we're going to have to stay tuned with regards to FY24 appropriations. We really, really are. Um, Cause I got to tell you, Republicans are looking to get rid of social security. They're looking to get rid of Medicare and Medicaid. They're looking, they're like, we need to reduce the deficit. And they, and they always keep talking about Social Security. Yes, Social Security is mandatory, but guess where that money is coming from? Payroll taxes that we pay. Now, mind you, the Social Security Trust Fund has been dipped in by Congress for decades, and it's short. But I don't know. I mean, we'll see. But I just wanted to bring up this again because. I spoke about it uh, in my first season, but I wanted to go into what is actually happening now and how the House and Senate Appropriation Committees have their different guidance and different deadlines, by the way, different deadlines. I mean, look, trying to keep up with this, I got, I'm like, look, I got to tell you, it's, I mean, all I got to tell you is it's, I don't know. I mean, the guidance, like for the Senate, the same thing, you know, the Senate Appropriations Committee is accepting two types of appropriation requests, programmatic and language requests, congressionally directed spending requests. And, but that's in, according to Senate rule 19. No, I don't know. 16. Um, but yeah, I mean, their deadlines, like for instance, a lot of their deadlines are going to be coming out next week, the week after next, like ag appropriations, March 31st, 
Energy and Water, March 30th. Financial Services and General Government, March 31st. I mean, the um, then you got Legislative Branch, March 30th. You know, the, la the latest one that they have is actually April 14th, defense. But they're not accepting congressionally directed spending requests, just like on the House side. Um, state and foreign ops, not accepting congressionally directed spending. The same thing on the House side. I mean, look, I don't know how they're going to reconcile this because labor, health and human services, education and related agencies on the Senate side. They're accepting congressionally directed spending requests, but the House Appropriations Committee is not. It is not. And I got to tell you, I, again, I don't know how they're going to reconcile this. I really, really don't. I mean, you know, they got deadlines on the House side as well. You know, this is going to be, this is going to be interesting. I mean, like, let me just, for instance. So on the House side, they have a database and that opened um, Friday, March 10th. Now, this Friday, March 24th, guess how many member requests are due by 6 p.m. Eastern time for six bills, Ag Rule Development, Food and Drug Administration. Financial services and general government, interior environment related agencies, labor, health and human services, education and related agencies, legislative branch, state foreign ops and related programs. Wednesday, March 29th, defense and homeland security are due at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Friday, March 31st, 6 p.m. Eastern time, commerce, justice, science and related agencies. Energy and water development and related agencies, military construction, veteran affairs and related agencies, transportation and housing and urban development and related, related agencies. They're due. March 10th, members must post on their official website any community project funding requests in two bills, ag and interior environment and related agencies. April 13th, Homeland Security. April 17th, Commerce, Justice, Science, Energy and Water Development, MILCON, Transportation and Housing and Urban Development. <clears throat> These are the deadlines. Everything is transparent, by the way. Even on the Senate side, they got to post this on their website. They got to post it. And all I'm going to tell you is this. It's a lot. It's a lot. And these poor staffers, they have to comb through all of them. Just think about this. On the House side, you, you're in one congressional district. Senate, you got a whole damn state. A whole state, people. A whole state. All I'm going to tell you is this. It's a lot of work. I worked for a, a former House appropriator. And putting all that stuff in the, um, these requests in the database. Ooh, child. It's a lot of work. I mean, I was in the office until like midnight. And that's when I hurt my leg. And I was in pain. And I couldn't get out of um, the Rayburn building and I was crying and the police officer showed me the way out the building and I caught a cab home. I mean, it ain't no joke. I mean, this is a lot. But anyway, look, community project funding requests and congressionally directed spending requests for fiscal year 2024. These, these deadlines, remember, 
members of the house, they have their own internal deadlines. Now, a lot of them were early. And the Senate, oh God, a lot of them were early. Like the last, the last few days of February and all the way up until now. But I mean, you know, these staffs, I mean, it's like they, they have to get, you know, their requests into the appropriations committee. So it's deadline, deadline, deadline. Anyway, look, I hope that you found uh, this episode informative and entertaining, but I wanted to enlighten you about congressionally directed spending requests, community project funding. And if you're interested in it, I mean, send me an email. I mean, I'm at toplessgovernment at gmail.com and I'm more than happy to walk you through it. If you're, you know, like I said, if you're, if you're a state and local or tribal government or you're a nonprofit entity, you can apply for it. You can apply for congressionally directed spending requests or community project funding. On that note, this is Crystal Ellery, the host of Topless Government, the podcast that blows the top off how your government works. People, my citizen legislators, my fellow Americans, have a good day. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you watch me on YouTube and listen to me on Spotify. Peace out.